If you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, Taco Bell released its first cereal based on their cinnamon twist desserts, but you can't buy it. They're giving it away to people who use Uber Eats to order Taco Bell breakfast in a couple of cities, New York, L.A., Chicago, Miami, Dallas, and Atlanta. Second, did you hear about the guy that chugged a cup of coffee in 3.17 seconds? Felix lives in Germany and is now in the Guinness Book of World Records. I've and, done that. <laughs> and, I think I did it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you should try to get, break his record. You'd have to do it in 3.16 seconds. And finally... Wait, what's, what's the deal with that? Is it is it that it was like scalding hot or something? What makes that so No word on the temperature of the cho- coffee. It's just, I don't the know. The volume? It's, is that, I, I don't know. Is that really fast? It doesn't seem that fast to me. A whole cup of coffee in 3.17? Yeah. Look at how slowly you sip your coffee. But I do it because I enjoy it. But right. in a pinch, I could probably... You could chug. Okay. I don't know if I could do the world record, but that doesn't seem that hard. Finally, in the world of food, a recent report claims wearing the color red when you fly can help make your travel day smoother and less anxiety-inducing. The idea is that red subconsciously makes people think you're more important and or of higher status. So airline staff may be more attentive to you and treat you to things like a seat upgrade or extra snacks and drinks. These There's actually studies to back this up. And I've been told I do not look good in red. I'm wearing red next time I fly. You wear red headphones every day. <laughs> yes, I do. Someone gave them to me for Mine free. Mine are black, yours are red. So the visual when people walk in is, Taylor's the important one. <laughs> yes, I've got my freebie red headphones. <laughs> Coming up, does it make your heart happy when people love your kids as much as you do? Does it make your heart happy when you know people you love who love your kids as much as you do? Well, this they're gonna you're gonna love this. They built a new fleet of driverless trains in London. And instead of just leaving the front like bizarre and and you know, like there's no driver there, mm-hmm. they made fake steering wheels and control buttons so kids can sit in the front and pretend to drive the train. <laughs> kids are loving it, and mom and dad find it really sweet, but it's very stressful if another toddler already took the spot. Oh, you know what I mean? Like if your yeah. kid's like, oh, Mommy, Mommy, can I drive the train? And then yeah. there's another kid there. I guess the same thing happens to parents at um, the grocery store chain Publix. When they want those little green oh, carts, the race with car, the, with, shopping cart, yes, yeah, 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 the and buggy. if they're all taken, right. then you've got a tantrum potentially on your hands. Mm. So I right. guess parents have to use the age-old. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make our own race car, honey. <laughs> yeah, we'll pretend. Anyone can get use in the real race car. Use this paper plate, babe. <laughs> Are you good about that whole reduce, reuse, recycle thing? My mom is a pro. Hmm. But this is an idea of something that I've been throwing in recycling for years. Okay. And apparently, I could reduce, reuse, recycle. I'll tell you what it is next. So are you pretty good at the whole reduce, reuse, recycle? Um, my mom is expert at it. She's been composting for her <laughs> whole life. And um, there's something you can do with those little pill bottles. That I don't know about you, but I just throw it in the recycling bin. I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. I've this. always done that, yeah. Um, sometimes I'll remove my name off of it. Just cause it's kind of creepy to me okay. <laughs> like that my name's on there. But um, this mom came up with an idea. You um, take all the label off, and then you fill it with water and freeze it, and it becomes a little ice pack for your kid's lunch or a boo-boo <laughs> or anything like that. Or maybe if you wake up in the morning, your eyes are puffy, you hold it under your eyes. And she shared it on TikTok. Huh. 
And now everyone else is like, I got an idea. I got an idea. Other people use uh, these little pill bottles to hold screws, seeds, clips, hair ties, a little bit of uh, homemade lotion. Maybe you want to bring it on a trip. Hmm. So apparently I... I got to stop throwing these things away, <laughs> especially next time anybody in your family goes through like an antibiotic or something. Mm. Save the bottle. Because you're talking about reduce, reuse, recycle. And we, we have, do you have a recycling bin at your house? Do you have a recycling yeah. like? We have a giant, it's like a, the size of a garbage can. Yeah, yeah, you take it out curbside and stuff. Um, my wife and I have done that for years. And our daughter, who is like full on save the planet, does not. She read an article or saw something online sometime that that said the act of recycling stuff is worse for the planet than actually recycling. I think I've heard that. Or leaving it unrecycled. So, yeah, she every time we fill the recycling bin, she's like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. You're hurting the planet. I'm like, so it's better to go to the landfill then to recycle it, she says, absolutely. That's wild. You know, it's funny. That's one of those you can't win. Yeah, you can't win yeah, for yeah. trying. You know, it's funny about her recycling bin. Yeah. I was so thrilled to get the garbage can size one with the lid. Because mm-hmm. when we had the little tiny hold it in both hands bin to carry it out. Yeah. I felt like the whole neighborhood knew exactly what I had been eating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have any someone in your family that's that's super unique? We have someone really unique in our family. Um, my niece, Annie, she is just awesome. She was born, she's adopted, and she was a fetal alcohol baby. So her mm. mom drank alcohol while she was pregnant. And a- Annie's just different than any other kid I've ever met. She is the coolest chick. She has this bond with her Uncle Glenn that is the sweetest. Like, they'll talk books. They'll talk sci-fi. We love her wicked sense of humor. She is so funny. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't try to give her a hug because she does not want to be hugged. But that's okay. We just, we we roll with it. And um, one of the things that's super unique and incredible about Annie is she is the most thoughtful person you've ever met. And it's very quiet and very subtle. But all of a sudden it comes out and you're like, Oh my goodness, I can't believe she did that. So here's the scenario. My mom, her grandma, bought Annie a gift certificate to one of those pottery places for Christmas. Uh, her mom was like, I think Annie would love going there and like make, make creating. Yeah, okay. pottery place. Okay, cool. So what does Annie do? She got, she knows that my mom loves ice cream, and so did her grandfather, her papa. So she makes two adorable ice cream bowls. One has like, it's pink with confetti all over it. The other one is a different color, and in the bottom of the bowl, like as if you finish your ice cream, are pecans. Her papa's favorite ice cream, my dad passed away last year, was butter pecan. And she wrapped those up and shipped those to her Grammy. So the gift certificate for the pottery place ended up becoming a gift for my mom. And I just thought that was the sweetest thing, and it just is such a snapshot of just how thoughtful that she is, she is. So if you have someone in your life who is unique, has special needs, ha- just look for those incredible things about them that make them them like nobody else. Mm. Coming up, can you imagine having a tourist attraction in your front yard? Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good Can you imagine having a tourist attraction right there in your own front yard? Well, that's happened to a dad from Iowa named Carlos. He wanted to play in the snow with his kids, so he went all Pinterest-worthy, and a snowman wasn't good enough. So they made a great white shark out of the snow. 
<laughs> it's 20 feet long, close to six feet tall, and they even spray painted it and it looks real. So now people are driving from all over to pose for photos with this snow shark. I like people stopping by and taking pictures with it. It was a lot of fun to make with my kids. I think other people should give it a shot. This thing is ginormous. <laughs> he did like the giant mouth. It looks like the shark is alive and the, the shark is gray. But then now you've got all these giant snow teeth and then he painted the the mouth red huh. and put a little red around the eyeballs. Yeah. Oh, it's creepy. Okay, we had people stopping by our house one time for a snowman. So we lived in Virginia and we got a weird it was a blizzard in March. I mean, it was like feet of snow. Wow. And my son, Kyle, he was only like three at the time, maybe two or three years old. We built a snowman and we put a baseball jersey on him, baseball team jersey and a baseball hat and a sign. And it said, spring training's coming. Uh, and we were in the newspaper. People oh, were stopping awesome. by and getting their bit. Just for a real simple idea. Yeah. I mean, it only took us like, I don't know, a half hour to do the whole thing. And all of a sudden we look out the window and people were posing with our snowman in the front yard. It was kind of cool. Okay, tell me how you feel about this. Some people like to clean. Other people like me, cleaning your house is a necessary evil that you do on the weekends because you don't want to be a slob. <laughs> Let's talk about that next. How do you feel about cleaning? I know people who love to clean, like my friend Lacey really? LeBlanc. She loves to clean. I have me, not. I don't think I've met anyone that will openly go, I love cleaning. Yeah, not me. I. It's a necessary evil on Saturdays. Get up, throw the sheets and towels in the washer and get that going and then scrub toilets and vacuum and dust and all mm-hmm. the things. Not because I love doing it, but because I do really enjoy when my house is clean and I don't want to live like in a pigsty. end result, the process yeah, you could live without. Exactly. And so for those of you who do not like to clean like me, but it's just part of life, um, there is a new gadget and gizmo that will get your kids to clean the house for you. It's called a kid's clean car. And it's an electric scooter that kids ride around the house on flat surfaces that will actually clean the floors while they're having fun. (laughs) And how much do people not enjoy cleaning? They're sold out on Amazon right now. Two hundred bucks for totally this scooter. It. My only question and it's is sold out. Why don't they have one for adults? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have any kids, so who's gonna ride the scooter around? I'm 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 short. Can I fit? Can right. I handle my why weight? Why don't they make one for adults? <laughs> it just needs to be extra sturdy, right? So I don't break it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm all about a way to minimize the cleaning because it's I thought maybe when we lost Alex the Wonder Mutt the house would stay cleaner because you know she's not in and out in and out Mm -hmm. and we take our shoes off when we get where in the world does all this dirt come from but Glenn and I are slobs Mm. I had to vacuum at least once a week the two of us you know it, it seems to me like money well spent for you would be a Roomba why do you not just break down and get one that seems to me like it would be money well spent um I don't know. I I just, I don't know. I don't know if I like the idea of this noise. So much noise, noise, all this noise. Turn it on when you leave. Well, Glenn's work, he's always working from home. No, you said you clean on Saturdays. You guys go out for a mountain bike ride or something on a Saturday. Turn it on when you leave. And it does floor and carpet equally? Yeah, go all around the house. And area rugs? Yeah, and it maps your house. It knows how to go up area Oh, up area. Yeah, yeah, it'll go up area. I guess it would probably depend on how thick they were. But yeah, I'm just surprised you have not spent, to me, that would be money well spent Mm. for you, a Roomba. 
Taylor, don't you feel good? I just, I, I'm an expert on how you should live your life. You should get a Roomba. Yeah, I, I kind of get your point, and honestly, I don't, I don't mind vacuuming that much, and especially, I don't. Any woman listening knows, vacuuming is so much more than just a little tiny bit of crumbs getting picked up by a Roomba. Mm-hmm. You got to get that wand out, and you got to get the baseboards and the crevices right, which and the corners. Is why I said and, it's for us with five dogs, right, it helps with the daily right. stuff. But yeah, you do have to do. Yeah, big vacuuming. there's still just not as much. This is the robot I want. I want. Rosie from the Jetsons. I want a robot. <laughs> this is my dream that cleans, mops, scrubs toilets, cleans the tile in the shower, <laughs> goes grocery shopping, and cooks me dinner every night. That's the kind of robot I want. You need Alice from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't afford Alice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I. I get it all done. It's just not, I'm, I'm not one of those people like, Ooh, I can't wait to get in the kitchen and start cooking. It's just not my thing. It's oh, yeah. like, all right, I got to make dinner it. now. She loves cooking is her happy I place. Wish. She is never happier than when she's and in I the kitchen. And I have so something. many girlfriends and sisters, their husbands love to cook. Hmm. And I'm so jealous because hmm. that's not Glenn's thing. Would you put yourself in harm's way to save your dog? Most of us probably would, right? Because they're part of the family. Well, check this out. A guy named Timothy in South Carolina stepped outside in his bathrobe to let his little chihuahua Rosie do her business. Coyote comes out of nowhere. No. Timothy wrestled the coyote with his bare hands, picked up the coyote by its tail, (laughs) and shoved it and locked it into a dumpster. What? (laughs) And he did get bit. It was all caught on video. You got to watch this video, Kev. It is unbelievable. You're like, whoa. And he did get bitten. Timothy needed nine rabies shots, but he said he's going to survive. But Roxy would not have survived that attack. I mean, it's a little teeny tiny chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now every time he takes Roxy out, she has this hot pink anti-coyote vest it's got all these spikes <laughs> over it because he's not taking any chances but what a guy okay. he's like rosie's part of the family i had to save her tell me i'm not the only one that when taylor said coyote you thought of the roadrunner and coyote coyote oh yeah I totally thought of the cartoon coyote <laughs> like that's something that would have happened to him on the coyote and did he, you on that cartoon he'd wind up in a dumpster did you picture timothy what is <laughs> what does he look like what's he wearing I didn't go that far. I just went that the coyote was. He's this big, big, huge, tall guy wearing his bathrobe, a big blue bathrobe. (laughs) And then I do wonder, too, what what, what happened to the coyote? Hopefully they like took it out in the woods. Oh, I'm sure animal control came somewhere. I hope they didn't like destroy the coyote for being a coyote. Right. No. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that that part of the story, I'm I'm do not have any details, uh, and I'm avoiding it on purpose because I, yeah, I, I just don't want to know. No, I think they <laughs> they set them loose in coyote heaven. No, 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 no. As in like a big giant woods, woods. area. Yeah, that's what I meant. That might not be heaven I mean, for like, him. He might have been like, like you know how heaven. Long, <laughs> the coyote might be thinking, yeah, how long it took me to get to the suburbs where we had all these little delicious dogs wandering around. <laughs> now I'm out in the woods again. Ugh. Coming up, picture this. Your husband has buddies over to watch the game. You head to bed before the guys leave. And you wake up in the morning to a mountain of dirty dishes in the sink. How do you react? Okay, picture this. Your husband has buddies over to watch a big game. 
you head to bed and you wake up in the morning to a mountain of dirty dishes in the sink. How do you react? You throw a yellow flag. (laughs) 15-yard penalty. Get your tail down here, buddy. (laughs) That is exactly what happened to Susan, who's been married 25 years. She and her husband, Matt, have two teenage boys. Matt should know better. And at first, she was not happy. But then she spotted a Post-it note right by the sink that read, I got it, with an arrow pointing to the sink. And she immediately softened. The thing is, just because he left me the note makes me want to, like, tackle it, right? Like, I have morning energy. It's fine. But I just love that he acknowledges that he left a mess in the sink. And, like, don't worry. He, you know, he'll, he'll take responsibility for it. But uh, anyways, we've come so far. She said he and her, she and her Matt are high school sweet. They were high school sweethearts. But they've grown so much that it feels like a brand new relationship. Who did it? Who wound up doing the dishes? I think Matt did when he got up. Because she said, oh, she contemplated doing it. She, she was like, I was full of energy, so I just thought I'd do him. I thought, Matt, genius move, Matt. No, she. He I knew. think she left him for no, Matt. No, I think Matt knew. Because he, like, now he chips in and he makes dinner and he, like, he's really kind of mm. stepped up. And that's why the relationship has grown so much closer. I think Matt knew. I think he played her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she ever did him. <laughs> I think she was like, thanks for the note, babe. I'm a dad of four, so I'm suspicious by nature. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever talk to yourself, Taylor? Like driving in your car or at home. Do you ever talk to yourself? Literally, Mm. out loud, you talk to yourself. Every once in a while. Is that normal? We're going to talk about that next. Do you talk to yourself? You ever talk to yourself? Taylor, you ever talk to yourself? Every once in a while. I'm, I'm trying to picture it. Yeah, it happens. Is that normal? Talk to other drivers sometimes. (laughs) Is that normal? Psychiatrists say absolutely. And we do it. We do it way more than we think because the running dialogue we have in our head pretty much 24 7. Yeah. All the time. I thought you meant out loud. Well, they're saying both. They're saying there's the, the differentiation point is out loud or in your head, and that we all have that going on pretty much constantly. I know I do. Like cycling, if I go out for like a two-hour bike ride, yeah, by myself. I'm literally talking to myself for like two hours. I might be distracted listening to some music or something, but I'm I'm thinking, I've always said that's where I have my best creative thoughts is when I'm out riding my bike by myself. But anyhow, so we're t- said there are two different types of uh, conversations we have with ourselves out loud or in our heads. My out loud ones tend to happen when I'm fighting with my computer. Like my computer's not not doing something it should be. Then you're talking to your computer, aren't you? Not yourself. No. Oh. No. I do. And and I think in talking to myself through those stressful times, it's what they call emotional regulation. That's what we're doing. We're try. It's our it's our emotional effort to keep keep things like not from going off the deep end. Why are you laughing? Because then it's instead it sends everyone else around you off the deep end. <laughs> I guess we're all okay with that. They say there are three three types of conversations that we have uh, with ourselves. There's emotional regulation, pep talk, and then this last one. I, I was I thought about it for a minute. I was like, yeah, I've totally done that. Trying to remember something, and I'll tell you where how that plays out in my life. Can't find my keys. All right, Kev, where's the last last place you put them? Think, where's the last place you put them? I've done that a million times. Have you ever done that? Mm-hmm. Out loud to yourself, like, where's the TV remote? Come on. Okay, look look in the couch. 
That I have not done. Or whatever. Only in my head. But you're looking, that's trying to remember something. Just in my head. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've never out loud said like, all right, think, 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 Taylor, think. Never? One. I've once or twice. It's rare. Yeah. I, yeah. All the time. I do it all the time. 100%. So, there you go. If you're If you're like us. And you do actually talk to yourself, apparently me more than Taylor. <laughs> out loud. I do out it loud. inside my head. Oh, yeah. I totally out loud all the time. If the, if you do that, don't worry. You're not fully going crazy. At least not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may be other things. <laughs> but the talking to yourself isn't one of them. So we're talking about talking to yourself. And is it normal? Yes, it is. Both, uh, you know, just in your head or out loud. Psychiatrists say, no worries. You're, you're doing okay. Um, I guess if you have conversations where you think someone's responding to you, <laughs> that might be a problem. Another level. Um, but yeah. and, and I I think that there's one time people have confused that I'm talking to myself. And that's when I'm driving when I'm driving my car, particularly to start the day. I always I I'll pray and I'm praying out loud. I'm like, why not? Why just in my yeah. head? Why not audibly out loud pray? So that's if a good I idea. Pull up to a red light. And somebody's next to me, and I'm just yapping away. Maybe nowadays they think they I'm think talking on my phone. phone, right? Yeah. But before we had our phones in our cars, yeah, people probably thought I was just nuts, which is okay. I don't care. They probably thought that from my driving anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so keep on talking to yourself. It's totally normal. So here's what I'm wondering. When you go into stores like a thrift store or a secondhand store, antique store, do you bargain? Or do you go like, okay, the price is the price. I'll I'll pay that. Have you ever bargained with someone in that setting? Taylor? No, I'm way too shy. Okay. My wife was in a thrift store yesterday. She and her friend, Marsha, they went thrifting uh-huh. and they have this idea of Marsha's daughter makes candles. Like it's a little side gig, oh, little cool. side hustle. She uh-huh. makes candles. So they got this idea. They saw a TikTok video or something of people making candles and using like decorative crystal bowls. And putting the candle wax in the crystal bowls, and apparently it looks very, very cool. So oh, like, yeah, just melt it all down and put a, w- a new wick in? Yeah, well, no, she, like, makes her own. She's making her own wax. She's not taking other candles. Oh. No, she's doing her own deal. So they're going to have this little party where uh, it's going to be Tracy and Marsha and Marsha's daughter. She's going to teach them how to make candles, and they're going to put the candles in these bowls. So they went to thrift stores looking for crystal bowls or, you know, cheap knockoffs of crystal bowls and they found a whole bunch of them for like three bucks and then she found one that she fell in love with and it was marked fifteen dollars she's like i'm not paying fifteen dollars for the whole point of coming to these stores was not to pay fifteen dollars but two three bucks or whatever so she goes what to marsh she goes watch this watch what i'm gonna do so she puts all the three dollar ones up on the counter and then she goes yeah i was thinking about this one but it, it's just too much money you can put it back and the lady goes how about i knock it in half okay <laughs> She totally did it what? on purpose. I didn't she, know that was a strategy. She totally did it on purpose. Wow. I said, I, I would have just gone up and said, look, I'm buying a lot of these. Can you knock a few bucks off of this? I would have been more upfront with it. But Tracy's like, but my way worked. Probably worked better. She, if you would have walked, she said, if you would have walked up and said, knock a couple of bucks off, she'd have said, okay, $12. And you'd been like, okay. She goes, the way I did it, I got half off. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ne- next time you're somewhere like that, I don't know if a place like Goodwill, if they can actually knock a few dollars off or whatever, but if it's a mom and pop like antique store or something, try it. Try it. Just be like, yeah, I was thinking about this, All but right. that's really a little too rich for my blood, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe they'll. Maybe I'm gonna they'll... try that at the grocery store. <laughs> I really wanted these shiitake mushrooms for a recipe, but that's that's beyond my budget. Right. <laughs> Let us know how that goes, okay? Hey, do you have any people in your life you've been friends with for years and years and years and years, and you get to share old stories? Let's talk about that next. So do you have some people in your life you've been friends for a really long time? That's a treasure nowadays because we all have to move so often for jobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a friend. We knew each other in high school, but not very well. We're just kind of acquaintances. And then she's found out I was going to the same college as her. And she's like, do you want to be roommates? And I'm like, sure. Did and we just become best friends. <laughs> and so Julie and I roomed all four years at Wheaton. Mm-hmm. And then when we met our forever person, our husbands became really good friends too. And so the four of us, like when we lived in the same town, we would get together almost every Friday night and play this game called Rook. And um, we were so sad when we ended up having to live in different states. Well, now they're both in ministry together with this ministry called Authentic Intimacy And they, anytime they're swinging through town, we're like, come a day early, stay a day late, stay with us. And we get to see them. So it was so funny. Last night, we got to remind Julie of a story she totally forgot. It was when they came to visit and their, their um, oldest son was probably only about four years old. And I did that thing my mom did when companies coming, kids are coming, you get the little teeny tiny cereal boxes You know, there's like corn pops and frosted flakes and they're Mm -hmm. all in the little tiny boxes. And my mom always always would do that only when we were having company. Mm -hmm. So I did the same thing. Well, Glenn gets up early every day and all of a sudden it's just him and this little four year old boy. You have to remember, Glenn's never babysat. He hasn't spent much time around kids. So he's like, the child's up. Uh, I guess I better feed him. (laughs) So he's like, are you hungry? And he's like, yeah. He goes, do you want Fruit Loops? Sure. So he gives the four-year-old a box of Fruit Loops. Then he's mm-hmm. he's like, "Are you are you still hungry?" It's like, "Yeah." Do you want another box of Fruit Loops? <laughs> so he gives him another one. Right then, Julie wakes up and says, "Michael, what are you doing? What are you eating?" And she and and he she's like, "You need to eat something healthy, like some fruit or something." And Glenn was like, "Oops, well, sorry." They're, they're Fruit and Loops. Fruit Loops. Yeah. <laughs> And we were, she had forgotten that story and get this now that she's a seasoned mom, she goes, I can't believe I wasn't so glad that I got to sleep in that I was like, feed him anything. And I said, well, you got to remember this was your firstborn. And she started laughing. Coming up in just a minute. Do you feel like you get more done when you can work from home or when you head to the office? Do you feel like you get more done on the days you can work from home or when you head into the office? Hmm. A study found working from home is more efficient than working at an office. You want to guess why, Kev? Working for uh, interruptions. Yep. The average worker gets interrupted 17 times a week at the office. I thought you were going to say a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. For some people, yeah. Compared to 14 times while working from home, that's 18% fewer interruptions. It also looked at how many hours of deep focus the average person had, and working from home was way better for that, too. Hmm. Um, 18.6 hours a week at the office, um, over 22 hours at home. That's an extra four and a half hours a week of focus. In other words, sure, you might get distracted at home by your pets or your kids sometimes, but there's still less of a disruption than that coworker who wants to talk your head off. Huh. Uh, well, first of all, radio, even before work from home or Internet was an option, radio is 24-7. 
You never, you, you agree with that? You never turn it off. No. Right? You're constantly thinking about the show and content. Yeah, I go back to my else. computer every night. Okay, so so that's that's number one. But but I do I need a place to go to called work to get things done. I would be a train wreck working from home. <laughs> All my stuff's there. I've got cool stuff. I've got my dogs. Uh, my guitars, one time my bikes. During the, I would never get anything done. One time during the pandemic, our producer set it all up for us to interview Jeremy Camp and his wife from oh, right. home. Yeah, I remember that. And I was frantically trying to text Kevin. It was so obvious, and it was not on camera, but it, by his voice and his tone, you could tell he was lying in bed. Totally and I'm was. like texting him, <laughs> sit up, sit up. <laughs> You gotta sit up. He was like, "So, Jeremy, Jeremy what's up, what bro? What's up, bro? <laughs> you would be a train wreck working from home. I agree. <laughs> I've seen it. But it's not just that. It's because I'm. I would. I'll totally admit it. I would be 100 percent distracted. Man, could not get anything done. And and look at all the bad things that happen already when I'm focused. <laughs> <laughs> so by now you probably heard the big. News as to who is singing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl. I did not. It is the GOAT, Reba McIntyre. She is one of the best selling artists of all time. Oh, yeah. She sold, sold millions and millions and millions of awards, won Grammys. And what's really cool about Reba is she is so open about her faith. Um, when she talks about her career and being able to be on this huge worldwide platform, she said, it's all God. He's the reason for everything I do. I pray that I'll find songs to record that will touch people's hearts and heal their hearts. Before I go on stage, I ask the Holy Spirit to touch people in the audience if they need healing or comfort. Mm. She is just such an incredible person. I, I didn't realize either, too. Now she's on The Voice. She's one of the coaches. Yeah, a couple of years, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you guys probably know my son has had a connection with Reba because when he was first starting his career, he was the drummer for an artist that Reba managed. She only managed like two or three artists and he played for one of them. So he got to play drums for her a couple of times wow. in concerts That's and so stuff. That's so cool. Been to her house for like parties and gatherings and, and I'm like, okay. She's got a publicity team creating Reba. Is she really real? And he's like, oh, absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. 100% one of the that's nicest awesome. people you would ever meet is uh, is Reba McIntyre. So it's really good when you you have like firsthand verification that it's not just a persona, that the person really, they walk the walk and they talk the talk. I'm so glad to hear all that. 